Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your grievance. That means you're correct here in the lounge. That's the beauty of the lounge. It doesn't have, it's called the luxury lounge, but it doesn't have to be a luxurious complaint. The luxury is having the lounge to complain in. It could be small, it could be big, it could be a big money complaint, it could be a small money complaint. You're here. Send it in. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening right now, I'm in Vegas this weekend. Would love for you to come out to Vegas. Uh, we got live shows. Um, and then here's the deal I'm coming to Perrysburg, Ohio, Vancouver. Irvine, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, Nashville, Tennessee. Those are all on my site right now. The Europe dates have been released. Um, I'm very excited to come to Europe. Uh, you can buy those tickets now. Um, we'd love to be in a position to add shows. You know, if you're in London, that's a place where I'm looking to, you know, so buy now so that I can know, you know, maybe we add a show, maybe you bring bring the group chat, assemble it. Assemble the we, the, the we chat, as you call it, right? You guys we chat <laughs> instead of group chat. So... Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Norway. It's a tour, baby. Norway. Norway. I, I love how you changed the pronunciation on Norway. Right. Listen, yeah, I'm like, changing. I'm I going to you Europe. Can, you're a game changer. I'm going to Europe to change the game. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> um, listen, if you like what I do on the podcast, I would love for you to come to the live show. I'm so excited to come to Europe. So. JaredFree.com for all the tickies. Assemble the group chat if you have a friend that you're like, I don't know. If you're friends with them, they're going to like – if you if you like me and you're friends with someone, they're going to like me too. I This is the transitive property of comedy, baby. <laughs> so um, that I'm very excited about all that. Very excited about today's guest. Hilarious comic. He has a new special out on YouTube that you can literally watch right now. It's going to be – Shelby, you're handling all the you know posting and stuff. We're going to put the link to – the special on the description of this episode. It's called Substance. Matt Ruby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great to be Pleasure. here. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Explain. I love what you've done. I love that you've... Here's what it is. We now get to be direct-to-consumer. Mm-hmm. So, and I... We, people come on this show. They sell their wares, right? They, they want to say, I made this thing. Go enjoy it. Like, we're asking for the smallest amount of... In the world. Well, <laughs> like, also, if you're proud of the thing that you made, you're like trying to give people a gift by right. promoting it, as opposed to like sometimes I get cut up like I, it's being selfish for me to come here and plug something. But like, well, I think no. we made something really good. I want people to see it. Like, here, I think you, you're going to enjoy it. So, and you did, why would I hide this from you? Absolutely. And you did something very creative, which I love because. Listen, the podcast world, it is no barriers to entry. Anyone yep. listening can start their own podcast. And anyone they can get, you know, they can find, call Shelby up and, you know, the Prince of Podcasting, Shelby, will be ready to make him a podcast. Well, you can make these happen. It's not like you have to go to the, yep. you know, podcast, you know, big podcast and knock on the door. And no put more in barriers to entry. No gatekeepers. No. It's up to us. That's right. And, you know, lack of gatekeepers, good thing, bad thing. You know, some would say. Uh, more filtering is required. <laughs> right. We, maybe we, we've gone we, back. Yeah, we've, we've just offloaded the filtering <laughs> mechanism to individuals. Right. And that gets a little weird. So I, what I love is that some people start a podcast and they just have nothing. You have taken the stand-up special and done something cool with it Thank so you. explain substance and it's on youtube right now go 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 watch yep, it yep. youtube.com slash matt ruby and it's uh four sets filmed four weeks apart at new york comedy club in the east village uh on four different substances so i do one high one drunk one on shrooms and one sober 
and there's documentary footage leading up to the show each day. I love this. I'm such a fan of this. It's a you're taking a shot. Also, people are getting to know you through stand up. Totally. Sometimes stand up can be so stand up y that you're like, I don't know this person. Totally. This is getting you are a substance person. I don't know you as a drinker. Not a, no, I got more fucked up. I hope we can curse here. Yeah, I got, you can I got drunker than I've ever been on stage before. I didn't remember a word I said. And really? the next day I had to listen to my setback in order oh to God. know what was said. Horrifying. I, I fell down the steps on my way out. Like I was real cuz I was like if I'm going to do this special I got to go for it. Well, that's I can't what I'm just wondering. have a couple drinks. I can't just have like uh, a couple puffs of a joint. Right. It's like the whole premise is like you're going for it. So it's like it's a little bit like ja- jackass mat- meets Michael Pollan meets like a stand-up comedy special. I love it. Is it the same material all four? Or is no, it I, different? Ch- I change it up. There's a couple jokes or bits that get repeated just so you can see the contrast. Mm. But the material is different in each set. And I'm like a totally different performer in each set. It's part of like the reveal is like, oh, like this is four different people. Wow. I mean, how many drinks do you have? That, that was what I was wondering. Like, how many drinks do you have? I, I brought a breathalyzer. And really? before I went, I blew a... a Point one five, which is like legally drunk, is like point oh eight or point one zero or something like that. And then, love... and then I had two drinks after that, and they brought me a drink on stage. See, I so love the I, commitment to the bit. That's a got, commitment to the bit. That's I, it. To me, it's like the whole point was I had to go for it. I couldn't just. What's like, the major difference between the sets as a performer? I mean, drunk was the most painful for sure. Like to it, watch. Uh, to watch, to be in the room. There's like, uh, there's funny moments. It's entertaining. Like yeah. it's c- compelling watch. It's good TV. It's good mm-hmm. filmmaking. In the room, in the moment, there's like a real like loss of control, and it makes you realize how much like stand. Like usually, there's like the performer and the audience, and they're sort of like, oh, this guy's in control. He knows what he's doing. Right. It was like this equalization of like we were kind of all in something together. See, that's the thing people always say to you. Oh, do you get drunk before shows? I would need to have a drink. And then what people don't understand is like, no, I need to be you know, steering the ship They a lose bit. faith in the captain. They, right. they lost faith in the captain. That's, and that doesn't mean they weren't entertained. They're, like, we still had fun. Like, what we edited down, I think, is great and really compelling. Right, of course. But in the room, in that moment, it was a little bit of a free-for-all. Like, that, like they told me, they brought me a drink on stage and the whole crowd is like, you know, chug it, chug it, chug it. And I, <laughs> I did the whole thing and then they're like, strip, strip, strip. I'm like, I'm Hilarious. not going to strip. And they're, they're yelling shit out and it's like, just turns into this whole spectacle. You're like, I should have never invited that NYU fraternity here. <laughs> To well, be the thing the, is, the audience. the audience turned into that because right. I was setting this tone of, and the crowd didn't know beforehand this was going to happen. They it's don't a regular know. show. This is what that I'm I show up, and the host just tells them I'm on one of these four substances, and then they have to figure it out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that so now shrooms yeah. that's become in vogue. You are probably one of the first people that I'm I OG. knew. I'm OG on that. You shit. were yeah. really at the start. What would you? What was the shroom set like? And what is your kind of like sale for shrooms? Like, how would you tell someone? Like, I've never done them. Really? Yeah. That's surprising I, I, to me. Well, I'm not, you know, mind expanding things scare me. <laughs> you like narrow mind. <laughs> I like narrow mind. You like narrow mind. Like, like, I, alcohol, I understand. I'm like, I know this much to get drunk. I know what type of drunk I am. I know that I'm a boring drunk, kind of. Like, sure. I, I'll be on the phone. Like, I'm not really, <laughs> you know, like, I'm well, not a, one of the things I think the special reveals is like how different, like, to put, that we put alcohol and mushrooms and lump them into the same category. It's it, they're so such different things. That's that so it's, funny. It's, and like uh, for shrooms, uh, you know, any like hallucin- 
hallucinatory drug or whatever we call it. Like you got to come to it on your own terms. You shouldn't be doing it. Like you got to be in the right mindset that you want to do it. You got to be right. in the right setting with the people that you should like when people have a bad trip, it's always like, yeah, well you were at a music festival with 18 people you don't know. And you had to find your way to a tent at midnight when, and just, just fell asleep on a fence while like, you know, everything was going crazy. Of course you don't like that drug. You, know, you did so it wrong. It's you funny it you wrong. say that. Cause like alcohol, you go, I'm having a bad day. Let me ease out of this bad day with some with a drink. Let me like ease <laughs> right, off. Right, right. I guess shrooms is not the is like. I mean, like there's people now who are microdosing and stuff. I even within the special, I'm advocating for like going for it, doing like a real dose of mushrooms. For me, it was like I've done them for since I was a young guy for decades. Like it's sort of broke down like some of my own ego stuff. You see the interconnectedness of the universe. It's sort of like, uh, to me, it's a lot more compassion and empathy for the world around you. You get, you your mind kind of opens up to like, oh, I'm especially like I'm a bit of a control freak. I like, right. I, like all this, like I have this sort of like really focused, narrow brain activity and, and shrooms. There's just like, it's almost like my brain gets to like relax its shoulders. Wow. And like just sort of like, oh, here's what's really going on. Like you see nature in a different way. You see like other people see, in this this more communal the, way. The, you should be at the front of the shrooms group. I'm like, trying. There's, al there's always trying. that other person that's like, I'm freaking out, man. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I don't I, I don't want to see that that's an option. Well, you know? th that's part of why I did this special. Is like, I think I'm really good on shrooms. Right. And I love doing them. And I, I can talk coherently when I'm on shrooms. Like, I, like let me... Like I didn't set out to do this as some like advertisement for shrooms, sure. but like people who have seen it have kind of commented on that way of like it makes me think that we should put shrooms in the water supply or something, <laughs> and, and it makes me think alcohol is poison. And I'm like, look, I'm I'm that's not the message I intended to make here, but like I guess when you watch me on these things, that's it, sort of what people are perceiving. So is it like alcohol? You're up there, you're like, what up, motherfuckers? And then it's like weed, like. What up, dudes? Like, is there like an element of that? A little bit. The way I'd frame it is like alcohol is about building walls and about ego. And mm. like the only thing that matters is me. And when I'm on shrooms, it's like ego loss and walls coming down and we're in this together. And wow. how, can, how can we like kind of be in this place together and have a moment that's special? It's so interesting. So like we're taping this before it comes out. I'm very excited to watch it. I think everyone needs click the link. It's in the bio. It's going to be all over my social media. Uh, YouTube.com slash Matt Ruby. It's called Substance. Is it going to be like, is it episodic or is it No, one? no, we're doing it all at once because I think the way they all play off each other is pretty essential too. Very cool. I, I may at some later date put like the drunk one up on like a, uh, like with commentary or something because like I can't, I, like it made me feel physically ill to watch it afterwards. This is the thing about stand-up too. Like you, you know, listening to your own stand-up is the hardest part of it. And it's like a third of the job. Yeah. Like, you know, the going up on stage is one third and then you got to go write and then, then you got to go listen. I had some, uh, after that <coughs> alcohol set specifically, because that was the second one we filmed, I was having like some existential dread about like, what am I doing? I'm 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 filming myself. I mean, Dude. you're making me feel bad. I had a martini before I went on stage at the cellar last night. But I'm that's like, fine. That's right? what I mean. Like one drink, <laughs> one drink is it's different great. Than, yeah, I'm all for like I, having I, one drink. I'm like, you shouldn't be like slurring and like right. incoherent. And not that I was like, all right. I'll give you another reveal for, as a performer that I think mm. is interesting. Like, because we film me after I'm on stage, like okay. afterwards, being like, whoa, what happened? And talk about that. I start not even being able to talk coherently. 
And oh yet when God. I was on stage, at least I was keeping it together. There was something about the adrenaline, the focus, the some built-in muscle memory of the being memory. on stage, yeah. of being like, you got to keep it together at least somewhat. And I was able to function. And as soon as I got off stage, it's like, this person needs to go home. This person shouldn't even be out. And like, to me, that's- Find a, them an Uber. That's yeah. literally, it's like, that's something interesting about like, wow, there is something about on stage, how like just the thousands of hours we put in, like your, your right. brain's like, look, you know on some level how to get over and make this work to some extent. I was at Greenwich Village Comedy Club uh, years ago. And I remember I went on stage and I would do sets there all the time. I would do like, you know, and there were guest sets. So there were unpaid sets. So I'm like, you know, but they would be like, have a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a little bit of that. So I went on stage and I was pretty, I guess I, it was probably the drunkest I'd been on stage. And, mm-hmm. and I get off and I'm like, in my mind, again, your mind's eye. You're like, you think I'm, you I'm, did great. That was right? great. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And I remember uh, Dustin Chafin, who's a friend, comic. He's been on the show. He, uh, he looks at me and goes, you can't do that again. He's like, you're mm-hmm. like, and what you don't realize, and the one thing about drunk is your tongue is fat. It doesn't fit in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And we need... That tongue, you we're, know, we're, you, we're, we're swordsmen, we're, right? We're precision, gotta, right? With words, and yeah. you got to be able to, you know, you know, hit the mark on yeah. on sentences. Imagine being a drunk samurai. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this guy's sword is going all over the place. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta back off, right? right. <laughs> and I just remember him being like, "Don't!" And I felt so anxious, and I was like, "I hope I didn't ruin." You know, I, you don't want a reputation. This, this drunk well, guy. Well, also, you tap into something of like you can think you're like super interesting mm. and fascinating and funny, and like everyone right. wants to hear me, and like I'm filled with wisdom <laughs> and all that shit. And then like other people are not feeling the well, same. Well, I think way. that's like the drunk, the Sunday scaries, so to speak. Like mm. people are like anxious because they're like. Wow, I really thought I was something last night yeah, when yeah. I was really now everything I said I would never say now. Or reading back the text messages you hey, said. Oh God. Listen, we're pumped to have you here. <laughs> Everyone go check out the special, uh, youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. Let's go to the lounge. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm gonna do my complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Yeah, listen, man. I do a lot. I got you know, to sing, dance, and dust here. Before we get into my complaint, we're sponsor people. Start the year off with a rocket in your pocket with Joy Mode's Sexual Performance Booster. Their Sexual Performance Booster enhances sex drive and blood flow, resulting in better performance. ED prescriptions can come with all sorts of side effects. And over-the-counter gas station pills are sketchy. That's why Joy Mode was created. They knew they could do better than everything else on the market. It's easy to use. 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity. Tear open the packet and mix with six to eight ounces of water. Just like your favorite electrolyte packet, you'll notice better blood flow, better erection quality and firmness, and increased sexual energy and drive. Boom, that's it. I will say this. You know, if you're a woman listening to this, uh, you get this for your guy. It kind of like just enhances everything just by nature of taking it. You know, just by having it involved in the process. Hey, take the joy mode. Now you're both on the same page. It's like scheduling a fun sexual experience. I love this for everyone that's listening. So want to spice things up in the bedroom, boost your sexual performance, and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs? Joy Mode is a special offer for my listeners. Go to usejoymode.com slash jtrain or enter jtrain at checkout. 
for 20% off your first order. That's usejoymode.com slash JTrain for 20% off your first order. Or you can enter JTrain at checkout, 20% off your first order. Thank you, Joy Mode. So we love that. Here's my complaint. <laughs> I posted a video that went a bit viral on the TikTok as things go. Congratulations. Thank you. I Yeah, the, I am now president of TikTok. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I have the all algorithm the algorithm gods have bestowed you <laughs> a thunderbolt. Totally, I agree. <laughs> so we, you know... We put up these videos to be watched to gain followers, right. you know, so there is this with gaining followers. You're also with gained attention. You get gained um, hatred, hatred and comments. What bothers me so much is the need for everyone on the Internet to take a video and need heroes and villains. Mm, the tribalism. And it's yeah. really crazy to me. The video that I put up was from Addison Improv. A guy in the crowd goes, are you Jew? I saw this. Right. Yeah. So it's a funny, again, are you Jew considering context of... Also a foreigner, right? Foreigner. Presumably. Is that a comedy show? He, right. Why would he yell out, like, if he's, like, actually a white supremacist, right. like, this is a terrible way <laughs> right. to go about it. Right. You know? the, the, the idea that this guy, are you Jew? He showed up to the show. Yeah. He saw the poster. He's like, I'm not sure, Freed, I think. Um, yeah, it's just insane. Like, and... Again, he said it. I did a Jewish bit, and it was weird that he said it because I just did a bit about being Jewish. So mm -hmm. I don't think he understood anything, but he just right. goes, are you Jew? Right. And then I was like, that's funny to make fun of. Are you Jew? I'm Just the, the sentence. It's a funny sentence. It's a funny sentence. That's it. That's the thing. Everyone in the room's having fun. Everyone's sure. laughing. Yep. I enjoyed the moment. It was really fun. And the guy was cool. Like, I don't hate him. I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I, I love that everyone... I don't understand how someone could watch that video and find a way to go, it's scary out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like that side. And yep. then the other side that forms is, what's wrong with are you Jew? Well, are you? <laughs> and you go, how do you people exist? Like I want, and it's so bad because it's a waste of time. It's a time suck. These mm. people don't exist in real life. The people that take sides and make yep. a fun moment not fun they're not out there. Well, isn't They're it so weird, people. like, in the room, in that moment, how much fun and joy that moment brought to everyone right. <laughs> in that space versus what it becomes when it's put online? It is crazy to me. And, and it makes me angry. Like, I want to go visit them. Like, I want to go, like, and go... It's a good idea for a show. It's a good idea. Like, Visiting just, the, the haters. The, the like, trolls. hey, I want to talk to you about Let this. Let me just talk to you about this. this. really good Right. Idea. Because, and you know what it is, the internet, you can find any group. So they're like, hey, sad people, where are you? And it's like, why do you got to bring your sad parade to my fucking party? Yeah. That's what gets me so angry. There was another person, they wrote, they did a video off of it where they're like, because they're like, uh, they're like, hey, I, I get it. Let's fight anti-Semitism, but let's not fight it with, um, what do you call it when you're, you only like your country? Uh, patriotism? No. Ethnocentrism? Nah, no, I guess that I was being xenophobic. That's when you fear foreigners. Yes, or hate them. Yeah, was, yeah. The, the person that made the video was like, "Let's not, you know, let's not fight anti-Semitism with xenophobia." I was like, "I don't understand any of these words anymore." <laughs> like we've, like well, who are you teaching? Well, let's zoom out. All of these people 
making these comments are just desperate for attention and probably like uh, like sad and also have subscribed to some tribe or team that doesn't even exist in reality that they're like seeking this out <laughs> right. like like what who, who are you going to win right. what but, what is the end game here but that's the whole thing it's like you're saying exactly what i feel what exactly what like most people feel if you Comment on a video angrily. You're a sad person. Yes. You have uh, you have a problem. You're, like, you're seeking connection in like the cheapest form of like I hope this pisses you off, right? Anonymous online person who I'll never meet. Like <laughs> it, I, I'm sorry. It, like it, it, it's so annoying to me. You, you need me, a hug, right? And I want. That's the thing. I want to go to that person. Yeah. And go, you know, we all think you're sad, right? Like you're not helping, right? Like you want to visit everyone, like to show up at their door. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I think you need a hug. I think you need a hug. <laughs> like I think you need friends. I think you need to like get off the internet. Like, totally. and I'm on the internet for, to me, in my opinion, when I put things on the internet, they're always for fun. Of I course. always am thinking, what's the fun thing here? What well, I think you're tapping into the other thing is like intention. I think we've gotten to this weird place in society right. where your intention doesn't matter. Right. And I'm like, well, <laughs> wait a minute. Did he say this at a comedy show where everyone was laughing? Or did he say this at like a white pride rally with a burning cross behind him? Because <laughs> that context is going to change how I feel about this statement. Right. Did you show up at a Klan rally? And he was like, are you Jew? Right. Like now I might be on their side. Right. It wasn't at a comedy show where he shouted it out in front of 300 people who are all laughing together then right. like I think it's just like an innocent and thing that's the thing they're only there to make me feel bad that, and that's the way I take it I go you're only here to make me feel regret feel like question myself question my intention which it is always let me make someone laugh it's also a measurement of you're successful you're mm. getting attention they're paying attention to you they right. they kind of like if you even notice that someone made a, a negative comment and you either reply or say anything to them, it's a little bit of like, ooh, I got, I, I got a little bit. Like, have you ever I, actually like replied to one of these negative I people? Did the other and then they're like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I'm, just, I'm a big fan. And like, like the amount, like the amount of times it's actually like, well, if you're a big fan, this is a weird way to show it. Right. Like, you could just be nice, or you could just say nothing at all. That's fine. Silence That's fine. hurts too. <laughs> right, but silence the most is less of powerful. All, yeah, yeah. yeah like you really want views. You really want to hate me? Just ignore me. Right. You know? like, That's the way to go. <laughs> I, I, it's funny, I responded to someone on Twitter recently. I put out this tweet. It was like, um, the reason I need to leave New York is because I can get sushi, $100 of sushi at 2 a.m. Right. Someone wrote back, you can do that in Miami. And I just wrote back, no, you can't. <laughs> then he wrote, yes, you can. He goes, Venmo me 100 bucks and I'll show you. I go, I go you just asked me for money? All right, that's I my mean, complaint. Uh, well, it, it's also weird because I had like similar things. This video went viral on TikTok about uh, like uh, uh, a j uh, joke about the phrase "people of color" and how, yes, how I know it, the bit. It's, good. it's weird. Like you know, uh, all we did was switch the words around. You right. know, like and, like if you if you said uh, you know you're a filthy Jew, I wouldn't be like, hey, I am a Jew of filth. Right. All right, you know, like whatever, <laughs> fun joke. Like, right. uh, this isn't like some massive political statement about race or ethnicity or religion that I'm making. Anyway, go viral a bunch of people commenting is this racist is this anti-semitic they're fighting with each other within the comments and it took me a, a kind of a minute to be like oh this is why this video is going viral right like right. we write jokes in order to produce laughter right. and hopefully joy and connection and what the algorithm loves is like oh you said something that made a bunch of people fight with each other well i mean and, and be like oh shit is this the metric of success for writing a bit or like going viral now did i did i say something that made a bunch of people fight with each other well that's i mean that's what people are doing now you we've seen this that there are now 
you know, there's alt-right and alt-left of comedy. Yeah. They saw that's a way to make money. That's yeah. a way to find people, find algorithms. The worst right? thing you can do is be in the middle and be like a nuanced, like kind of, I, I think both sides have a decent right. point. Right. It, it, Get away, right. you boring, you it's know, boring. jerk. It, it's boring. Yeah. It's never going to pop off on the internet. And, it, and that's Crazy. like the saddest part about yeah. it. Like, And you know who the, ba- the masters of this are the Kardashians. Mm. Kardashians, every story about them is is lives in the world of two sides. So it's always like, you know, like Kylie or one of the younger Kardashians, she's all the articles about her always say she's a self-made billionaire. Mm. That pisses people off to no ends. And they know that they are the queens of creating two sides to a story. Well, it's interesting to watch like Harry and Meghan start to steer into that. They're doing it. They're doing it. Oh, you guys, you had it made. Like, like, why? It's like so cheap and tawdry to watch people like... You could have just lived in a palace. You didn't have to like yeah, like it, turn into tabloid celebrities. Yeah, but it's also us. What's catnip for us? We're like, well, I gotta, yeah. you know, the, those commenters are like, oh my god, a, a king, you know. It, 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 my, my brother was, I that's he 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 shoved me down. And that's when I noticed he was balding at an alarming rate. <laughs> of, like, balding and at that, an alarming rate. He's just balding. That's like uh, well, you don't have to be alarmed by it. It's okay, Harry. Like, like some of us go bald. It's all right. But he has to say alarming rate. It balding. It's a big. Yeah. These are or two I, sides to a debate. Yeah. Or I, I, the reason I dressed up like a Nazi is because William and Kate made me do it. I'm like, you're a grown <laughs> you're man. What? What is this? I don't know. I can't. Every royal story is just yeah. annoying to me. Let's go to your complaint. Hit the music, Shelby. It's the guest's turn to complain. <laughs> They're ready to jump in. Uh, ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They've got lots of problems <laughs> too. Right. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Before we get to Matt Ruby's complaint, support for today's show comes from the perfect Valentine's Day gift. Let's Get Deep. From the creators of What Do You Meme, Let's Get Deep is the hottest game for couples. Grab your partner and take turns asking each other fun, deep, and sexy questions. Learn all about your plus one with questions like, what's your go-to snack at the movies? Or, uh, or what's your biggest turn on? Or what's the sexiest thing about me? I love a game like this because here's the thing. All of my podcasts, when you know, the, the, all the, the shows that I create, they're user-generated. I, I put myself in a position to be asked the question so that we can have fun, t- d- you know, debating the topics. You're an about interactive it. guy. That's right. I like to yeah, I socialize. These games, Let's Get Deep, is a is is a reason to ask questions that you might feel a little awkward asking. Mm. What do you find sexiest about me? How do you even bring that up? You know, like I, you know, especially for a couple that's been together a long time, it's tough to like unbutton the shirt of what you guys have talked about already. So I love a game like this. It gets you talking, it gets you sexy, dim the lights, have a glass of wine. Want to make things extra spiky, uh, spicy? Grab After Dark After Dark Expansion Pack. It'll be the climax of your date night. Perfect for an intimate setting or a party, whether you're dating, married, friends with benefits, or you're still trying to seal the deal. This game will bring you closer. Communication is sexy. 
This is prompting communication with your partner, with someone that you're into, someone that you're dating. I, I am like a huge fan of this. You're in luck because they have an exclusive offer for my listeners for a limited time. Get 20% off with code JTRAIN when you go to whatdoyoumeme.com slash let's get deep and use code JTRAIN. Again, to get 20% off, go to whatdoyoumeme.com slash let's get deep. Use code JTRAIN. So let's get deep. Literally. So Matt Ruby, what is your complaint? Let's hear it. Jared, I miss low self-esteem. Do you totally. remember when low self-esteem used to exist? Yeah. Like I, I hear about these incels okay. being like, I deserve to have sex. Right, right. I'm not having <laughs> sex and I deserve to have And I, I hear that. I'm like, you deserve right. to have sex? You deserve it? Like I, like I didn't... I couldn't get laid for a long time. I was like, I need to get better at something. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I need to like learn how to play an instrument, I gotta be learn funny. how to talk, learn how to be funny, like build something, right. like you know, make eye contact, learn how to talk to girls, do something as opposed to like, it's not my fault. I deserve this. Right. Or, or like every woman online is a queen or even in real life, like everyone's <laughs> a queen. Like if everyone's a queen, no one's a queen. Like that's like, I, I have a theory that this is why Queen Elizabeth checked out. She was, <laughs> she was like, I can't believe you're compa- like this, this woman's just a dress I, with pockets. I live in a palace. How can you compare us? You know. I have how, a how about stupid people? There right. used to be people who were stupid. No, no one's stupid anymore. Like you got this disorder or this thing or that. Like no one is ever accepting. Like oh, maybe I have a problem. Maybe I am the problem. Right. I I have a theory. I think it's our cell phones. We have the same cell phone as a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So we have the same technology. We can go on TikTok, make the same video as Leonardo DiCaprio. You can make the same video as Lizzo. So this woman's playing the flute and you know singing, mm-hmm. and then someone goes, "Well, I have the same thing." We it, it, the phone has made us, given us that confidence. I, think. I agree, I, and also you live in this bubble of like. Everyone agrees with you. Right. Everyone tells you what you want to hear. Like right. if you do anything like like look at my new nail color. Like you have every woman has like fifty people in the comments being like, You it's the one queen, right. you're a goddess, yeah, you know, know, twenty exclamation points. And it's just sort of like like no, it's it's a fine nail color. It's fine. You're not royalty now. Right. You're not like, you know, and, and I think tied in with this, and part of the incel thing too is like then women like are like everything's a red flag, mm-hmm. which to me is tied in with this I like oh he 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 takes too long to write me back red flag right. or he replies to my text right away red flag i'm like who the hell are you goldilocks yeah. like well, how do you get to decide that everything is a red flag who are you to be telling the world how they should and shouldn't behave and also have you noticed there's a, a girl right next to you who feels the complete opposite way so how totally. are these dudes supposed to know what women want you know it's funny i think Everyone should get on stage and do and and do stand up. Like I think stand up is the most humbling <laughs> Tell thing me in more the world. Why, why? Well, just it's just you're gonna. I just like you know bombing. When we go on stage and a joke doesn't work, you go okay. Yeah. Good to know. I I I'll was never wrong. say those words. Again. I was I wrong. Was wrong. And, I thought I had this great idea right. and I tested it out in front of a room full of people and they told me I was incorrect. I'll never forget when I was doing stand-up, but also writing for a lot of like places online and, and you deal with like editors, which I was always appreciative. I was like, I always wanted that like old school editor thing where mm-hmm. they'd be like, hey, love the idea, you should do this direction. You should. What I realized that a lot of the editors were also writers. 
So they, it was a little bit, and it's very millennial of this, like, well, this is my movie and everyone else. But it's like, your job is to correct my shit. You mm -hmm. know, like, that isn't your job. So what I found- Or to come like, up with a question that I hadn't considered about it or something like that. Yeah, Exactly. Let's work together on this. Like, yeah. I have the piece, and then you come back and you go. So some were really good, but, like, what I noticed is when they were a writer, mm -hmm. it was very tough to deal with them. And because on the internet and- this is kind of going back to my complaint as well, is like people who disagree with you, they're only trolls. Mm -hmm. There's no critique. Mm -hmm. So it's like... If yeah, they, give me something constructive. I love you, a constructive feedback. Right. Constructive if you, if you criticism. agree huge with fan. me, you're right. If you disagree with me, you're a troll. Or a hater. Yeah, or a yeah, hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where this comes to. It's like <laughs> it is, when uh, you go on yeah. stage, you, you that is the most constructive... Silence... As we said before, is the most constructive criticism of well, them all. Especially from a group, the collective wisdom of Everyone a group here of people. Like, as individuals, they might be a bunch of idiots, <laughs> but together they possess this wisdom. Right. That if they all, if there's like 200 people in a room who all agree that whatever you just said was idiotic, they're probably right. That's the thing. And we do shows for numbers of people. The weirdest thing is that I'll have jokes. Like, I've done, I, I open for Burke Kreischer. You open for Burke Kreischer, there's 4,000 sure. people there. You do a joke that you're like, this is the one that hits, and it hits for 4,000 fucking people. Then you do the one that you're like, well, now I got a real group of people. To, yeah. Let me do the one that kind of kind of works. And you go, fuck, it kind of worked here too. It didn't, it did badly for mm -hmm. 4,000 people. And you're like, Good to know. And it's yeah. like there's very few people, like the woman saying queen, the guy saying I deserve sex. They and I the other day I was gonna put I've got a manicure. And I was like, I was like, I get I'm manicures. Impressed. A lot. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm a big manicure. Yeah, yeah. You know, Manny so Petty, you get the Manny Petty, I go, well, I switch off one week manicure, next week pedicure. Just Never had like, one. Never had one. What? I'm a little bit of, I'm not huge on being touched. It's a whole thing. Let's not get into it. You, I, <laughs> I get it. It is weird. And it, also, you don't feel like also, you Also, maybe I'd it. like it too much. That, that's it is, the other side I think it's the most luxurious, yeah. best thing you can do. But I was like, why don't I put like a little color on my pinky? Ooh. I thought about it for a second. I yeah, was like, yeah. you know, men are doing this now. This it, is like male, you know, and I go. It's it's opening a gate. It's opening a door. Are you the guy who am I the, Now, exactly. And then all I thought about was the feedback from friends making fun of me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, good. I'm happy I shamed myself. Uh, I'm a big I fan of shame. I, I love it. Shaming gets a bad rap these days. It's like, like let's think, you're not the only person in the world. We, right. we have this isolated existence that's all like me, 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 ego, the bubble, anything I do, everyone's like, yes, you're the best. It's like, well, maybe you're not. Let's like, step out into the real world and be part of a group. How does if, the group feel about right. what you're doing? If someone says to you, good for you, that means they were going to shame you instead of the good for you. Like, Because I kept imagining someone being like, good for you, a little nail polish. And I was like, oh, that would be like yeah. horrifying. So let's uh, let's get to the complaints from listeners. Matt Ruby, youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. It is called Substance Special. You're going to love it. Again, you, you called it a gift. I agree with that. I love the idea that someone right now is like, what am I going to do tonight? Pop on Matt Ruby, youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. Go watch, like, comment, tell them you came here from the show. Let's get to the complaints. You ready? Airplane seats are not diaper changing stations. Mm. Jared, I write this having just landed from a cross-country flight in which the parents seated next to me decided to change their kid's diaper mm. directly on the seat. Not only did it smell vile, even though uh, even through a mask, but they proceeded to put the dirty diaper in the seat back pocket for me to stare oh, at the remainder oh. of the three-hour flight. 
That's the biggest crime of them all. Um, what's worse is that I had already moved back in the plane to allow a different family to sit together. This is a good Samaritan. <laughs> Look at the, the, you, Ch- change seats into the hell seat. Right. You, you walked into this. I, I get that traveling with a kid is exhausting and difficult, but isn't this a sanitation hazard? The changing stations and laboratories exist for reasons sincerely trying not to vomit. What do you think of this? I mean, it sounds terrible. Like, uh, I, I'm trying to think of So what they should have done is gone to the bathroom and changed the baby's you diaper change in the there. baby in the fucking bathroom. And, but, like, is that... I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Sure. Is it hard to change a diaper in an airplane bathroom in I a way that it's not... Uh, I mean, at the seat is... None of this is my ideal. <laughs> like, like, none none of this there. is ideal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, uh, I'm just wondering, like, do parents normally change diapers in airplane bathrooms and, and it works out for them? In, in that case, then these people are monsters. Right. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I literally don't know the answer well, to that. Well, I've never been on a plane since someone changed a baby next to me. No. So no, I would, I would be flights. revolted. Right. I would, like, I would be like, I would go back to those other people and be like, I need to switch back. Well, this is the thing. Here's, <laughs> this seat is no longer acceptable right. hey, to me. Hey, hey, the family's splitting up. We're yeah, done. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is, And we're doing the thing that this person's doing. We somehow have given people with children some sort of accreditation that they don't deserve we, like anyone can have a kid so the idea that we're like well i don't want to be mean i don't know how hard it is well let me just say if someone changed a baby like there's so many levels of wrong here change the baby on the seat fine i'll let it go i i guess this is hard yeah, yeah. i don't know if the baby fucking explosive diarrhea i don't know what happened when you put it in the back pocket of the that of the is seat you're right. You you have now you have violated the the social contract. Exactly. Definitely. Get out of your fucking seat. Pre- go to the bathroom. The throw it like, away. Be like, yeah, you can press a button and someone will come and you'd be like, look, I had the whole situation. Can you help? Right. As someone whose job it is. It is and and it's like, what we do is we tiptoe around parents because we cannot fight the response of someone going as a mother, mm-hmm. as a father. And and that's what they do. They come at you with a shield well, of like you're not, you don't know. Let, it's like I know how to act like a human. So we are both childless, right? Aren't we also a little bit like? Ugh, it's like I feel sad that this person even has to deal <laughs> right. with this right now. Isn't there right. like a, a, a slight amount of pity There's a involved bit. there of like, oh my god, look at this person's life, right? Like like this isn't their ideal either. Yeah, like, they I'm don't not, I'm not encouraging a... this behavior right. by any means, but they didn't write this up in their fantasy scenario. Right, when they went to have the kid, they didn't think it also included... And and we all we all have so many complaints about babies on planes and the crying and this and that. And my zoomed out question is always like, where are all these babies going? Where does this baby need to be? Is this baby on a business trip? Is right. this baby that's in New York needs to be in L.A.? I guess you Who, know, whoever wants to see the baby. How about you come to the baby? Well, who would you rather deal with, the grandparent or the baby? Because I assume every baby's going to see a grandparent. Like when I see a baby on a plane, I'm like, they're going to a grandparent. Between those two, they, I'll take going, the grandparent. Right. And right. then it's like. Yeah, I'd rather be behind the grandparent who takes a long time to get in and out of the plane than the baby who might need to be changed. Right. Definitely. But maybe these grandparents are What if the grandparent so old, needs to be needs changed? To be, exactly. That's when now, you get into it. Now uh, we got a problem. Uh, uh, yeah, now I changed my <laughs> grandparent's diaper at the we, seat. Right. No, no, not uh, okay. That would harm. That, talk about pity. <laughs> I, I, I'd be like, oh my God, everything here is awful. We need Grandparent Island. We need <laughs> we need a one. It's like spot. literally the opposite of uh, Fuckboy Island, <laughs> right? right? Like Grandparent Island. We need no Grand- one's fucking here. 
<laughs> everyone needs to go to, and some would say this is Florida, but like normal people like us have to go to Florida too. We need a place where only grandparents and babies go to. So now they're not mm. mixed in on our flights. That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. We or, or just the all baby uh, airline. Every, all baby everyone, airline. Everyone baby board, airline. Yeah, everyone on board's a baby. Now we're now we got an idea. Now we got a business. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Matt Ruby. Go follow on all social media, youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. You have a podcast coming out. Yeah, it's out now. Uh, kind of a lot with Matt Ruby. Kind of a lot. What is the premise of the podcast? Uh, so I have this newsletter called the Rubes Letter. I write these essays every week and it's, you know, there's like 15,000 subscribers. It's done really well. Love so it's it. me like repurposing some of those essays as audio and then talking with the producer about the essays. And then like there's also some jokes and occasional interviews. Go subscribe. Add it to the, 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 the podcast Rolodex, as I've come to call it. There's quite a few complaints there as well. Oh. So if, if you are a complaintophile, that, to I mean, tune into kind of a lot with I mean, Matt that's Ruby. literally <laughs> the listenership of this show. Luxury Lounge, AirPods and their knockoffs. Jared, new listener as of this year. Love the lounge. You should make merch. I'd rock it. I thought of merch. I thought of like a country club logo for the lounge. I, 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 I really, the thing is I'd like to wear it, but I, you know. We can discuss. Shelby Shelby has allowed me to discuss this with him. It's a okay, good name. Good. Luxury Lounge. Luxury Double Lounge. L, I see some logo LL, possibilities. Make it like a country yeah, club. Yeah. My complaint is the sound quality on AirPods. I've just not done well with merch. I've never done mm. well with it. I, I don't have good merch. Okay. Well, I guess this is, I mean, there this is. Go. That's this the kind is of feedback we're looking for. The feedback I needed. Right. Yeah. This is what we're asking for. I'm willing to take that. My complaint is the sound quality on AirPods, AirPod Pros. I was recently at an airport, realized I forgot my AirPods, but wasn't willing to risk the chance of having to converse with human beings on the plane as I'm always sat next to a talker. I purchased a $35 set of knockoff AirPods and found the sound quality is exponentially better than the quality of AirPods. I didn't know this. And the battery even lasts longer. My complaint is the chokehold that Apple has on us. I've had a few people uh, since ask what headphones these are, and they say, oh, I would never give up my AirPods. AirPods are a status symbol. And I'm tired of people thinking I can't afford AirPods when in reality the sound quality is trash at best. But having my Apple Watch phone and headphones all one brand is just way too convenient. Sincerely, we're being robbed by mediocrity. What do you think? I mean, I think at the end he kind of makes his own counter argument which is like the convenience is really what you're paying for right like ideally we would get the best sound quality but maybe we're, we're really paying for we're overpaying but what we get is this seamless experience from apple right and and i i guess the apple thing i mean i've this has come up on this show before apple just like they could take a minute off the clock every day. I heard That'd it, yeah. yeah. With Megan, you were talking about right. it. Yeah, this yeah. Is, I've they, said this before. The power know? that they have over our lives is incredible. It's a little bit scary. Totally. You know, and you go like, and then you think of like Elon Musk buying Twitter, and then like, you're like, are we signing up for these like, these like Tony Stark types mm-hmm. to just like have, because we've given ourselves to social media, given ourselves to Apple. I guess I'm happy that, you know, like, you know, we, uh, I, I need a board, I think, for Apple. Like, well, like in want, Apple's like, defense, okay. not to get too businessy about this whole thing, is like they actually make money by selling something instead of advertising. Okay. And all these other platforms are actually selling us. We are the product that right. they are selling to advertisers, <laughs> and that's why they're so terrible. Right. Whereas Apple is kind of expensive and pricey, but also through that... I think they are a little bit more noble on some right. level than I, than like a Facebook. And you know. they do a good job. Like if we, if you have they a make pro- good products, they make yeah. good products. That's like what they're known for. Is that, yeah. And I, I guess 
the problem I guess that I would have with this person is like, why are these knockoffs so mm. bad looking that mm. we don't want to be seen in them? Yeah, right. I, and also, I don't think AirPods are that much of a status symbol. Am I like, ooh, this person right. has AirPods? Not I, to be all bougie, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's like a I lot guess, of people have AirPods. Well, what, what these people do is they make AirPods that look like AirPods. You know, it's mm. like when the Simpsons would like draw, like when you see like a someone draw the Simpsons, but it's not the actual Simpsons. Or, or it's Beats by Drew. Right. Beats. And it's like, <laughs> why do it? This is the thing. Why are they doing... Make your own look. Yeah, like, I would yeah. rather the... You're, the pi- you're clearly piggybacking on someone else's success, for sure. Right. Sure. So the, the, that's my m- bigger issue, is like, you haven't even taken a chance at being a different look. You're just like, oh, let me look like... Well, so you're mad at the people making the knockoff pods. The knockoff pods need to have their own look. Okay. Because that's the only reason people look... That's why they look substandard. That They look like... They're basically like, we can't make them look exactly like AirPods. We'll get sued. Yeah. yeah. So we'll make them look a little bit different. You go, well, a little bit different makes, makes me look cheap. You know, how about you... Have some creativity. Create a stand-up special that you know that you know, like instead of just a normal stand-up special, do yes. something different. You're this, you know, Amen. you have not one designer. Be the youtube.com slash Matt Ruby of your product. Right. This is my yeah. point because th- th- what this guy is saying is correct. <laughs> you see someone in the just the Walmart version. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, why wouldn't they just go on their own? I guess it's too big a chance that you know there's no creativity. I, I guess I've issue. never looked at someone's headphones and made like a big judgment about oh. who they are as a person. If a woman so showed I, up I to I a date be... <laughs> in the wrong headphones, I am leaving, I am gone. Well, this is like Beats by Dre was like infamous for, like for being like really inferior sound quality yet charging way more because it was like this cool product and right. all the marketing and advertising. And it's just sort of like, I think a lot of people don't even care about sound quality anymore. I like agree I, with that. I think you know, also well, if you're they just care listening about to a look. podcast. Yeah, like I don't know what people. Yeah, exactly. But That's they're paying more for the look, I guess. You know, but Beats but, by Dre took a chance. They were like, "Fuck sound quality. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a look." That's different than the AirPods, how, and they're winning for that. And how crazy is Dre, this brilliant artist, one of the best producers of all time, has probably made like a couple million dollars off the music and a couple <laughs> right, billion, billion dollars off these right. inferior headphones that he marketed, like. To talk about like a uh, like sort of a microcosm of capitalism in the society. We <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge Complaint. War of the Open Window at a Coffee Shop. Feather, feather, Jared. I love this already. This is, a, this is <laughs> that, actually. That's a, the way you subject line for a complaint, right? Right. Now. This is a very good one. I'll get right into this. I'm currently at my favorite coffee shop in Denver. I come here quite frequently. Today it is 19 degrees and snowing out. A regular customer, an old man, is insisting that we open the garage door window thing to the outdoors so he can sit on their sort of but not really enclosed patio it's enclosed with plastic and the minute the door is open it becomes frigid cold in the entire coffee shop i had to ask for this door to be closed as myself and other other less assertive customers were clearly quite cold and was <laughs> well, told that interesting <laughs> phrasing there less assertive yes customers. there's a lot of judgment here i am the leader of this the, coffee i'm the leader of the <laughs> the less assertives i'm the napoleon <laughs> right of this starbucks i was told that no because another customer wanted to enjoy the patio where is the democracy here this is truly an outrage i think i speak for everyone in the coffee shop that we didn't plan to work in arctic conditions today instead we imagined uh, a nice cozy coffee shop where our shoulders 
shoulders and bare skin could roam free. Instead, <laughs> one customer is controlling the temperature, uh, the temperature and comfort of an entire coffee house. A, a, a dictatorship. Right. Shouldn't anything under 40, let alone 20 degrees, be a no? I'm sorry, our patio is closed today sort of situation. Thank you for uh, very much for addressing this, if you so choose. I choose to address this. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I mean, we're getting into a, a whole topic here, which is coffee shop social contract. Right. And what happens there? Because I post up in coffee shops a lot with a laptop and writing. Right. Like, to me, the amount of people right now who take Zoom calls within coffee shops. That's like wild. Like, a 45-minute, like, work Zoom call sitting right next to me and everyone else and being like, yeah, this is just what's happening right now. And it happens so frequently and... I made my head explode for so long that eventually I got to the point where like, wait, am I am I the monster? Am right. I the one who hasn't realized that society has shifted and this is fine? This is what this we is do a fine now. thing yeah, to do. Right. And I, so like I think there is a lot of like sensitive stuff around this. And but like yeah, I think the old guy is in the mind. Like let's uh, let's take his premise as correct. That old guy is a jerk. You don't get right. to make everyone else be twenty degrees just because you prefer it when there's forty other people in this coffee shop who don't want it. However. I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory. <laughs> this old man is a plant by the owners of the coffee shop who are sick of all these laptop people posting up for <laughs> okay. five hours at their coffee shop I like and this. preventing circulation of traffic in their coffee shop. So they set him up there to make it cold, to keep people moving so they could sell wow. more coffee because it's too much, laptop people. We're, we've posted up for too long in these coffee shops. This isn't a co-working space. You're, this isn't a WeWork. We're not paying the them $500 a month to sit here and get right. our work done. We pay $3 for a cup of coffee. Keep it moving. You're CNN. <laughs> you got conspiracy theories. That's it. Yeah, I, I both. I, I think that's a fair conspiracy theory. Like, I think that's a fair theory. And then the owners that, could be like, "It wasn't our fault. It no, was this old guy. What we can we do? We just, you know, we just want to be polite. You know what? We and crave? by the way, you could leave. How old are you, Matt? I'm old. I'm 49. 49. Yep. I'm 37. We. I think we the our generation. Let's let's. Uh, I let's love call being lumped in. With I'll, you. I'll bring I you. I love in. being lumped in with you. Yeah. We love. Rules and efficiency. I, personally, I do. Yeah, I think I think that's like a big thing for us. Like I've order. noticed, order, order. Yeah, all we want is on the all this place has to do is <laughs> is is name a temperature, name a temperature. Yeah. All the and they're in Denver, so we know that people deal with cold weather there in right. a different way than they would in L.A. This wouldn't be open in L.A. under 70 degrees. Mm -hmm. We get that. Denver, different story. It's a bright place, most sunshine in the whole country. Sure. Um, the idea that at 40 degrees, this will be open and anything under 40, it will be closed. Also the people working there, like I would want that if I worked there. This is there. a very I, gendered thing too. Women like the thermostat much higher than men. You've the, heard about this before, right? Right. And they're wearing less clothing generally. They're yeah. not, they, that's why they carry around the shoulders. little, the little sweater. That's, that's right. Where, like, men don't carry around a little sweater everywhere they go. Just have a number. Have a number. This, and, and you're allowing. How about, how about this? It's a temperature and we just call it room temperature. Right. <laughs> what is room temperature? What is I, I believe it's seventy one or seventy two degrees, See, but I don't don't quote me on this. I but I like you are coming up with a concept that has existed for a long time <laughs> right. and somehow in society we've had some sort of breakdown. This where old we were guy. like the temperature is up for debate. What what should this room temperature be? And I'm like, we decided this. We did already. this already. We there's even a phrase, room temperature. Right. And this guy comes in and goes, Open up the doors. 
And you're like, Chaos. Well, in, in what world? Right. He, he is a January 6th rioter of this coffee shop. We can't have chaos. <laughs> right. we, you don't get to just decide the election was rigged. I we w- voted, and we've decided the temperature of this coffee shop. What she should do, or this person, I think it's a she. What I, I'm not sure. But bare I, shoulders. I, they, bare shoulders might be a tell. Bring a sign. Put it up. <laughs> And just, I, I have literally thought about getting like a card printed up being like uh, I, that explains self-regarding versus other regarding action. Okay. Which is basically like what you're doing right now is impacting the people around you. Right. And you're in a public place. <laughs> right. And so like if it only impacts you, you, you should do whatever you want. But I, when you're around others, you need to think about how other people feel. And obviously I didn't do this because I'd be a monster if right. I just went around handing these cards out <laughs> to people who are doing Zoom calls at a coffee I mean, shop. But I, I, it is blows my mind that it doesn't occur to people that, oh, there's other people around me right now and their feelings matter too. It's absolutely crazy. And we tiptoe around old people in the same way the baby mm. people, we tiptoe. You go, oh, he's an old man, he's here all the time. And then you yeah. go, you go, I'm not That's being- That's his seat. That's where he sits, out J- on the, in the plastic wrap. <laughs> J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. I want to go. How many more? We got time for how many more, Shelby? Where are we right now? We can do three more. Oh shit! Okay, luxury lounge, doctor's office, emails. Jared, wishing you all the feathers. Lately, I've been going through my emails to unsubscribe from mailing lists as I feel like I'm drowning in emails. I've noticed a significant amount of my emails are newsletters from my doctor's office. Who doesn't want to my, know what's happening? What's going on at the office? <laughs> Dr. Kaufman's place. Right. My primary doctor, gynecologist, eye doctor, and dentist all send out weekly newsletters containing articles on various health topics. Why do doctor's offices think this is necessary? I provided you with my email to send me reminders about my appointments, not to get spammed with a bunch of articles I will never read. I get enough junk emails from everywhere else. Just send me emails about my appointments. Sincerely, unsubscribe from all. What do you think? Well, I had a birthday recently, and mm. my dentist uh, sent me an email and a text message and called me. Called you? To w- left a message wishing me happy birthday. I was like, uh, are we in love? Right? <laughs> like I, I've texted like, with you like more the, than my family. Exactly. The amount of attentiveness going on here. Uh, I, we live in an attention economy right now, and everyone is so desperate. Right. For like any sliver of attention they can get from you. Assu- they are assuming it's just going to a spam folder. But like the- everyone is just trying to get market share of your mind right. all the time. But it's like with a doctor, like I, I want to think someone in our society is above this. Right. Above this. Doctors like, I need I need to grasp your attention all the time, constantly. Like, come on. No, I you guess, don't. you know, you used to have the same doctor your whole life. And now I guess we're all moving around. So these doctors mm, need that. Like, I hadn't thought about that. Right. And we don't have like that, like. Changing health insurance all the time. Right. Yeah. So you go to these. We kind of don't think of doctors in the same way other generations. Yeah. Old of people that. are like, I need to keep my doctor. When they talk about Obamacare, like, I don't even know who my doctor is. Exactly. What do you mean I need I'll, to keep my doctor? I'll go up to any person in an alley and let them <laughs> yeah. shove their finger up my ass. <laughs> whether it's sexual or not. Just tell me I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, my, like, my doctor paid me the other day to put right. a finger in my ass. Yeah, it's great. So, the, so this is the pro- and I guess if you're a doctor listening, this is kind of the sad part of like where that industry has gone. I know. Like well, especially like we we grew up as Jews, being like being a doctor is the pinnacle of that's it. what you can be in society. And like I have uh, friends who are doctors, and they're like, it doesn't sound like it's going great for them. You know, right? They like, all have this weird dour. You know, there, there's not a lot of excitement from the doctor community. They no, all seem to be no. like they they say the insurance stuff is like gotten. Out exactly. of control. Yeah. They all they all talk about it. Like none of them seem to like enjoy 
the craft that it seems yeah it's like oh you help use... people you're a healer you're right. nurturing they like like let me tell you about the lawyers and the insurance companies right and then you start and then they're like you know you do this cost benefit analysis I guess the money that people we just assumed all doctors were rich yeah and and I think I there's don't like think they are I do anymore. think they're respected at least right or I hope so I hope I hope like being a doctor still gets you laid you know I hope there's like I hope uh, so too. side side benefits to it. Because right. like it, like it would suck to go to that much school and work that hard and save people's lives and then just have to deal with like insurance companies and lawyers and, and no one no one likes you and then you and have to send out you try to save their lives and you're like you're you're a shill for the pharmaceutical companies right. you monster I I trust this guy on YouTube who who did some googling right and now you have to sign up for form newsletters that you yeah. really didn't even write you know I know yeah. what these newsletters are because I used to work selling life insurance this is what this they do. Chat GPT is probably writing these things now, absolutely right? yeah. these are all form they sign up they pay for a service oh, to God. send out their yeah, newsletters yeah. and act like here's what you got to know this week yeah. and maybe there are you know nibble you know little tiny tidbits of well know, this is also us as comedians thinking about the audience who is this for who really right. wants this who wants to read this who is excited about it who's like oh the email from my doctor showed up i right. can't wait to scroll through this it's like who are we doing this for i actually what Produce i would content want, that people want well, otherwise, like, otherwise what, leave them alone what do i want for my doctor i want Hey, it's been six months. Make an appointment now yep. because we are, we are stacked up for a month. Send me a coupon. Just send saying, a, Doc. A little coupon. Send me, you know, a, a coupon. I think like because right now I'm in the position I need a like a I need like a full what body do you check. need? I need a, I need a check up. I, I need a checkup. Okay. I need a, I need a physical. I can't believe how lost I am. <laughs> Like, <laughs> how are you lost? Like, I, just, I, I think you know that part. So where, I know where, I'm where, lost. Did, where do you get off the path? I went to f- the, the the place where I've gone to get physicals in the past. Yeah. I went to their website. I I called them. Yeah. No one answered. I left a message. No one responded. Mm. I, this is making me realize that because I'm like, I, I'm you getting need to subscribe. You need to go to this guy's doctor. He won't leave you alone. But I'm, the newsletter doesn't do shit for me. That's not telling me. Like I would well, much you ba- rather. Well, imagine you could, you reply to the newsletter and no one gets back to you. <laughs> right? Hey, can I have an appointment? Like, uh, we said to the newsletter. That's all we do here. I went to the website to make an appointment. They're like, you can make an appointment through the website. I go the this month. Nothing. The and portal. Did the you have portal. to log into the portal? I log. Into I the never portal. want to log into a portal. I fucking hate the. I never portal. want to log into portal, and I never want to join a cohort. I don't know what either of those things mean, but don't I, make me do it. I hate the. I'm getting chills thinking about how much I hate the, the portal. word portal. I hate the word portal because you know it's terribly designed. It's terrible. You know, design. it's like from 1983 interface. You and know? they act like we keep up with the portal. <laughs> they act like this is like on my favorites yeah, yeah, tab. Like, like we're there all the time. All the time. This is something That's I'm checking. A great point. Instagram, Twitter, we use it and the portal. Once every like seven years when we have an operation, maybe exactly. Like like hold my hand a little bit because I don't know. I signed in. They were like test results are here i'm like yeah. from a year ago yeah. like i didn't know to come here <laughs> you're like you should have told me i had aids i wanted to know right i would have liked to I have There's to make a lot of, a lot of calls now. <laughs> right <laughs> i i had this in college too i was just as lost in college with like the bursar's office i was like what the fuck is the bursar <laughs> the sign is the word bursar portal it's all, we never use those words anywhere else in life i think it's all just to confuse you it's all just to make you feel bad that you don't know shit and to think they're impressive and same way like lawyers use a bunch of language you don't understand You're like oh this guy must know a lot like but oh, that's these the same people thing have as a this, portal right totally. that's the same thing totally. as the newsletter it's it's trying to give the air of importance it's trying to be in your inbox like yeah. you know it's like you know what i blame pepsi for this i blame <laughs> Pepsi, <laughs> no, Pepsi well, Pepsi, there was no reason a Coke or Pepsi should have an ad. We know they exist. Mm. We know to buy them. But their whole thing is keep making ads so that the first thing you think of 
is Coke or Pepsi. I gotta, I gotta be. So this is what the doctor's doing. They want to be the first thing you think. Oh, I need a doctor. The newsletter yeah, came. Top of mind. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Matt Ruby. Go youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. That's the special. It is called Substance. The link is in the description of this episode. Luxury Lounge. Long texters. Ah, again. Feather, great, feather. Great. I love when the, just the subject, you're like, I'm on board. You know, right, yeah, yeah, you know right away. You, 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 we fucking hate a long texter. Big fan in DC. I've seen you at the DC Improv two years in a row. Well done. Well, thank you. My complaint. I have a friend that always seems to write me a novel when texting. I'm talking full screen. This should be a breakup text length. All the time. Mm. I see this friend once a week, if not twice. I'm fully up to speed on all happenings in her life. <laughs> and if not, we are... Wait a minute, is this this guy's doctor? Maybe right, right. Doctor. The doctor it's like, is this is the new newsletter. Right. <laughs> We've got brunch scheduled on Sunday already. Can't we just keep it to two sentences or less? Am I a jerk for being annoyed by this? Thanks for providing a safe space. XOXO, terse texter. What do you think? All right. I have been accused of being a long texter. Are you? And I can, well, I can point to what I think is a key factor. Some people text exclusively from their phones, and some people text from their laptops. The laptop I, I am a people. laptop guy. Yes. And so what seems to me sometimes like, oh, this isn't that long a text. Right. I can tell, oh, this is a person who's on the go or just on their phone, and we have mismatched attention spans I, right now. You're totally right. The laptop texters are a different... Texter. Really, what I want to do is email, but th nothing makes me sound older than email. Right. So I got to play the game of this, like, this is who we are as a society this, now. This text but I, been an I email. like to write. I'm a good writer. I'm, I'm right. florid. I'm uh, loquacious. I will speak and you're in, on, at length, and I have things to say. Right. And but like this person is like, true, cool, thumbs up. <laughs> you know, like like, and I'm like, I I get it, and like, uh, yeah, I think you got to have a conversation. Right. Also, I, like, just play along i don't know what's the real harm that's happening here like it, it sounds like this person wants to reply back succinctly and then thinks it's a problem that this other person so you got to be like hey i'm just not a, a great texter can't wait to have get brunch ahead with you. of it i just, think well also you want to match you don't want to like if someone wrote you this long a text mm -hmm. you go oh i gotta get back to all of this now it's a lot to respond it's to. a lot it's like a homework assignment right it becomes yeah, an assignment yeah. so you and you like the person. So you're like, yeah. I don't want this person to be a burden on me. I don't want to think of them sure. in this way. And they could just not do this one thing. And we have a great... I mean, they hang out mm -hmm. twice a week, they said. They, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a, it seems like a demonstration of neediness, I think, is the underlying right. sort of thing here. Of like, hey, have you noticed that I just write back with one word all the time? Here's what I And would you do. keep like sending me like this eight-paragraph missive. Right. Here's what you do. You, you, <laughs> like Civil War letter. <laughs> right. This, this is what I do. And I... I what you have I to, can't wait. Okay. You I judge, feel like you're probably like a master texter. I'm pretty good at like... Let me put a stamp on like this. Like if I had a question about how to text someone, I would come to you. Well, here we are. If so, All you have to do is judge the general tone of it. Okay, mm -hmm. if it's a happy text, yeah. If it's okay, when I see a when I see a fun text, salsa emoji. Ooh, the the red Wait, dress the, emoji. Red to dress a guy dance, always. Wow. So I go red dress out emoji of the, out of the box because that's like a ah, yeah. like it's a little like, we're zany. Fun. We've entered the absurdism. Right. I love it. Love it. So if the, if the tone, see, so I take it too literally. I, I I stick to like oh, it's a watermelon. Here's the watermelon. No, emoji. no, no. You gotta you gotta go. You have to see the tone. It has to be. Yeah. It, 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 you know, think of it as a mood ring. Mm -hmm. So if this text is a flowery fun text, salsa dancer emoji, mm -hmm. red dress emoji. If it's a set, if it's a complimentary text. Blushing face emoji. If it's a mm. sad news but text. But that's it. This person wrote you seven paragraphs. You just one emoji it. back. Wow. 
And now you put a period on Bold. it. Bold. And you've given an emotion. So it doesn't feel as bad. You don't have to keep right, about, right, how right. How about a GIF? I don't like a GIF because now we're in jokey land, mm. especially if they're but doing- But the salsa dancer is a jokey land? Wait yeah, a but minute. if it's a jokey land text, I'm giving salsa. Now they might come back with- I think there's just no response to a salsa dancer. If it, <laughs> so you've ended the conversation yeah, yeah, you, effectively. You've put a bow on it. You've closed right. the door. We've been like shaking hands. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You just the rim shot. That. You get right. a rim shot. So, and if it's sad, you send one, the one teary emoji. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like and and again, just judge it like a mood ring. Yeah. Whatever the mood, you give this one emoji done. So also, you sound like you're actually good friends with this person. You're right. going out to brunch. Just bring it up in person. Like, hey, I'm not a I'm not a great texter. I like I, I get you like long text. I'm just quick with it. Also, moving on. They just set the table. Be real human beings. Right. Face like a huge problem with this texting is like we turn into like these avatars of ourselves. This right. is an actual friend. You can have an actual conversation and be human beings right. together I in a room and. Explain emoji it. for you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let me ask you a related question. How do you feel about the bing, 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 the five quick texts uh, or, or versus the one long one? I To me, they become one long one. Mm. I just smush them together. But sometimes I don't tone. know if the person's done. I'm like, are you right. done? Is this still going? Do I reply now? Do the, I wait? That, that's the problem with texting is this immediacy that you're being rude if you don't get back right away. Like, and I like to get back right away. Me too. But then sometimes then that makes you seem too eager. Oh, I got right. to play cool. Like not even like someone you're trying to like hook up with a friend or whatever. It's like, right. no, no, no. Like I'll, I'll make them wait. I'll, I'll let them sit, sit on it for I 20 guess minutes. My, my biggest issue with leaving a text there is one, I see that number. I'm so addicted to my phone that mm. I see the little red thing in the corner and I go, mm. I oh, someone else texted. It's the same one I just looked at. So Have you ever tried black and white mode? I can't. I tried, and it, I'm so addicted that it made exactly. me angry. It makes you realize how important the color is. Like, yeah. but the color is the candy. Right. I, I need the I red. Need, it's got to look like a I, slot I'm not going to live a life without red. <laughs> right. a, a red dots exist for a reason. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Matt Ruby. We got time for one more, right? I love this last one so much that I want to go to the last one. Okay. Luxury Lounge. Tirami tiramisu Trouble. Shelby, this was a good one, right? We 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 like this one. Dear Shelby, Shelby's nodding. Oh, yes, yeah. he's, he's a big nod from Shelby. Dear Jared and esteemed guest, I went out for a group dinner last night to a nice Italian restaurant. I'm a huge d d dessert person, so I was really looking forward to indulging in a slice of tiramisu at the end of our meal. Oh boy, the group dinner is if always it's, tough. It's, if it's always tough. Right. If it's just me... And one other person at dinner, I'll usually ask the person if they want to split dessert. For a larger group, we were sixth last night. I'd rather have the dessert for myself. And if one or two people want to taste, I would be happy to share. However, I was not planning on making this a dessert for the table. When it was time to order dessert, the waiter came to our table and I told him I'd like the tiramisu. He scans the rest of the table and everyone else says they're too full for dessert. Inside, I'm happy about this because I'm such a tiramisu super fan. I saved a good I, amount I of room for tiramisu super fan. <coughs> right, one, could, one word. Let's let's they portmanteau could have it. it up. Tiramisu yeah. super fan. Yeah, they're tiramisu super fan. Uh, <laughs> I saved a good amount of room for it and honestly wasn't wanting to share. The waiter leaves and comes back with six spoons. That is a little presumptuous of the waiter. But also, is that his job? Is he supposed to do that? To presume that six spoons for one tiramisu? Well, what if he brings out just one spoon? How many spoons should he bring? I, he should say, or they, whoever the waiter is. How many spoons for the table? Spoons for the table. 
And then it allows people to go, yeah, bring a spoon. Then you go, oh, don't you want your own dessert? Now you've allowed for discussion. Keep going. I think you're putting an unfair burden on the waiter. Okay. I don't which, think it's the waiter's fault. Here, uh, but go ahead. Fair, which he places in the middle of the table. Excuse me? When, <laughs> when did I say this was a tiramisu for the table? Inside I thought, oh, hell no. And in an effort to be polite, said, feel free to try a taste. I think everyone else could hear in my voice that I wasn't happy about it. So they didn't end up having any. In the end, it just made me feel bad. I think it's proper product, protocol for the waiter to assume a dessert is just for the person who ordered. And if they ended up wanting extra spoons, the diner can specifically ask for it. Otherwise, the person who ordered is, pres is pressured into sharing. Best dessert for one, please. What do you think is the proper protocol here? This is a big issue. Well, first of all, the amount of complaining for someone who got exactly what they wanted well, is, is uh, a reveal in and of itself. Well, not they didn't get exactly what they wanted. They didn't get to comfortably eat their tiramisu. Why not? They, they ate they, it with everyone, this. Was, everyone was like, no, I don't want it. You have it. Isn't this what they wanted? Well, they, but no one wants to be the baby with their bib on and everyone to go, you have it. No, no, you have it. They have been put in a position to defend their tiramisu that this should have been comfortable. They saved room. They 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 they, they took a back seat when apps came out, and it was six shrimp. Someone got an extra shrimp because they were like, "No, I'm waiting for tiramisu." Right? Don't we? I unfortunately I understand. I, I understand your point. I understand I think your point. Because first of all, you you bring a dessert out in front of a table of people, right? The dessert is sometimes considered communal property. I, I'm not saying it's, I totally uh, agree. it's this fair is the or right. I'm just talking about societal expectations for di group dining is that right. sometimes the dessert is a, assumed to be a group dynamic. Right. The issue and, is and, with dessert itself and, and the way and we if see you're gonna, it And if you're going to be like, I put my arms up, stay away. I have right. sugar is for me. Like You might wind up in a disappointing scenario. I understand. It, like I totally get this person's mindset is like well i saved room i want it i want my own dessert and at that point maybe you got to say it out loud of like you know what i i didn't get an appetizer i just want dessert i hope no one minds i'm keep, i mean i'm eating this whole thing i would just hate be that, bold about right it. and i would hate how i sounded if i had to say that like i would but also like what, yeah okay. some, because there's listen there are appetizers i want to myself i would there's like entrees i'd rather share an entree than mm -hmm. some of the appetizers i'd rather share you know like it, it is the social construct of what how we see these things like yeah you know you get your meal you know, I'm just cutting into my steak. And if you go, and if someone tries to reach into your steak, you go, and you guarded, yeah. you wouldn't look like such a weirdo. But if the, it's the calamari, and you're like, hey, I got the calamari, you go, these are apps. Yeah, I think we get into a bigger thing about what is the group, what is the sharing dynamic when you're dining out? Because I think right. some people are, this is my my fiefdom, this is my castle, you cannot cross the moat, <laughs> right. this is for me. I order, especially if they got allergies or they're vegetarian or something else, I get it. Right. You know, but like, there's also sometimes, especially like if it's a good restaurant, like I, I, I'm curious to taste stuff. I love a taste. I, like, give me well, a taste of something, I'm, here, I'm in. Here's the other thing, here's where I come Even back. with another guy, which I've heard is like, can be a weird thing to some people. I'm, out, I'm out to dinner with another guy, like, yeah, I would love to try a, a, a bite of your duck. Oh Maybe my god! See no. what this is like because I, like I don't I don't get to eat like a fancy meal that much. This isn't gendered to me at all. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not in that group. I would say on a date I, I would have no problem. I do think with two dudes sometimes there's a little bit of like well I don't know about this man like macho shit. Oh I'm I'm sharing everything. Right. I, I I think it might be a Jew thing. Maybe we're maybe, more okay with that. Well yeah we're used to Chinese food for the table. Yeah, I think yeah. we're used to that type of order. Um, I think I got to come back to the waiter 
because the waiter's job is to make you have a pleasurable experience. If you just, and part of that is to come over to the table and go, how are we doing dessert? You know, you gotta you gotta do that clap move. You know, like you gotta pay, come over. Pay attention. How are we doing dessert, people? We like a, we gotta at, make a decision. Especially a group dinner. A group dinner. You're the leader of the. You know, you're the captain. What if of the I don't ship. know until I see the dessert? Well, let me see the menu. Okay, we wanted a little shares thing. You know, and honestly, the waiter, if they want to make themselves money, like I guess if you're going based off of like a check size, mm-hmm. the waiter's job is to be a little bit of a salesman. And also to make the group happy, right. as opposed to one person. Exactly. In the so group. if I was the way, like the fact that the waiter didn't come over, what are we thinking on dessert? Now, what are we thinking? It's all how you pose mm. the question. Well, okay. And, so let's let's role play it. So okay. uh, I'll be the the orderer. You be the waiter. What are we thinking on dessert? I really want a tiramisu. Okay. So one tiramisu. Are we doing a sharesy thing, or you want me to bring a bunch of spoons? Now you've no. opened it up to them. I back I, away. Are you asking them, or are you asking me? All I I open it to the table, so I shift my gaze. If I'm the waiter, okay. I go I go to the whole table. If I'm looking at like right, the I, last I'm, supper, I'm switching roles. Do your question now. I'm another okay. person at the table. So you're another person at the table. Yeah. Okay. What are we thinking on dessert? Ah, oh, the tiramisu. Uh, uh, oh, so we're doing like a sharesy situation? I mean, I'll have a bite. You, okay, so I'm bringing spoons for everybody. Now, if I'm that person, I go, well, I'm kind of getting my own tiramisu. I guess you're put in the position anyways. Oh, I, I didn't realize it was just your tiramisu, okay? Right. I guess I'm, <laughs> I, I'm no, trying no, to No, 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 you enjoy. Enjoy. No, I, I was just wanting a bite, but that's fine. Yeah, this person's issue is with their group more, more than the waiter. Now I'm coming to realize this because there's no way for the waiter to make... Like if someone goes, yeah, I'll have a bite. Now, okay. He's got to bring, he can't just bring two spoons. Can't bring two. So how many spoons? How many spoons? I, I raise your hand. Well, you the, the, well the, <laughs> okay. You're ordering the tiramisu. Am I allowed to ask well, them if I can bring them a spoon? Well, no, no, like, no. Then I would say how many spoons, and then the person who wants their own. I would, uh, that's the time where the person wants their own. Going, should we get a bunch of desserts now? They mm. because now well, that like, person. Yeah, I kind of wanted my own. Let's get two. Let's get two tiramisu. One if we're for all the table. One in. for me. Right or two also means that they're gonna get enough tiramisu to fix. You know, mm. if everyone said they're full, they did say everyone said they're full. Yeah, six people, one dessert is tough. That's this too might, many this, people. This might be a, an instance where someone just makes the executive decision: we're getting two desserts for the group, well, and and we are going to share them. Here's the and, thing: and you know what you get? You get half or one third of a tiramisu. Like that's, right. That's well, what the, you live that's with. where the waiter's job is to encourage conversation. Mm. I want this, and it, it sounds like they don't know each other well enough. Like if I would, if I was with my yeah. family, I'd be like. I want my own. I'm oh, not yeah. going to care. Family. If I'm at a, a group whole, dinner. Clearly, this is like coworkers or something right. like that. Right. You know? So I want the coworkers. Oh, how are we doing dessert? Mm. Let's just get ahead. I want my expectations. And to me, the interesting thing is like if you were talking like 11 Madison Park, or whatever, they, like some Danny Meyer place, there right. is protocol for this. There is like probably a right answer for the server for right. what they should do. I don't know what it is, but like That's that would be an interesting thing to be like, what is it? like one of these people who writes a book about right. how to like provide There's, customer service at a restaurant. Right. What is the right answer here? Yeah, because I think this person was left up Shit's Creek without a path. Yeah, I kind of don't think it's the server's fault. Listen, that's why we come to the lounge. We've got to figure these things out. Matt Ruby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Can I give you a compliment? Please. Also, I think you're a great stand-up comedian, but I think you're like such a great broadcaster. Thank and you. I'm always impressed by like you have this, uh, I think, 
for how you seem personality wise, okay. sort of like, you know, like the Penn State kind of like frat, like this and that you have, like, you're really aligned and in tune with like uh, female needs and sort of like social dynamics and emotional intelligence in a way that I always think is like really fascinating and interesting and leads to a lot of like what makes your stand up interesting and what makes your podcast and oh, the rest of what you make really hear. interesting. So, oh, like, dude. Well done. Thank man. you. I'm not great at taking compliments. Or that means a lot. That, uh, See, that's why I saved so it for much. the end. Just, right. Just to <laughs> absorb it and, and that's it. I'll take it in. That, and, oh, that and, means and by a lot. the way, I, I want another spoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go follow Matt Ruby. Go, go, go. YouTube.com slash Matt Ruby. It's called Substance. Go watch a special. Very, I'm so excited. This just to watch the drunk one now. I want to see the whole that. thing's a trip. It's a journey. I mean, like, I'll make it quick. The other thing about it is like it's a stand-up special, but there's a real like narrative of like, okay, what's going to happen next? Like, right. which I think a lot of stand-up specials don't have. You right, know, like, it's, it's just it's... joke, joke, joke. Even my specials that I put out, and like, I'm like, what I like about this is like you, you've got a reason to keep watching. Go check it out, youtube.com slash Matt Ruby. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Boom.